Hello and welcome to episode number eight of our Substack story, all about the month of September on Substack. And this is brought to you by me, Helen Redfern, and my lovely friend Claire, Claire Holden. Hello. 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 <laughs> How have you been, Claire? How have I been? Well, that's a big question. Um, so when we talked last time, we kind of we were having a nice bit of a summary recap, weren't we? And I was also starting to moan about the change in season. And for us, uh, for me and my daughter, we've we've had been through a lot of stuff in real life. Right? Real life has taken centre stage in September. Um, and I did after our podcast, I did actually write a a newsletter about this it was called the seasonal shift and so definitely anticipating that it would be a month where we were turned upside down really in a good way you know mm. new things big things big shifts and changes our quiet little life turned quite upside down I've done some very big brave fear-facing things and I'm very tired and overwhelmed <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah everything's going really well but I'm tired and overwhelmed and feel like Substack has really been on the back burner for me I had some really lovely responses to that post and one of them uh, a lovely woman called Sylvia who does uh comment yes. and uh, yeah. interact with us both quite often I think um but she used the word in it she said um you know sending you love and grace for your transition yeah. and that word has really stuck with me so every time I am sort of like beating myself up because September hasn't been this great you know sharpened pencils back to school positive it's like well actually yeah um I'm giving myself grace because the bigger thing that we've been doing is the bigger thing right now so yeah. um yeah so that's me so I have written one newsletter um and I have lots of drafts and ideas and plans um but writing has completely been on a back burner for me and maybe you know later on I'll talk about about how that feels but but yes that's been my month my month has not been at all focused on Substack. How about you? What September looked like for you? Because I I see lots of uh, new newsletters and excitingly lots of YouTube videos as well. Yes, I I was going to start talking about all the negative things I've had this month on Substack, but I will talk about the positives as well. I'd forgotten there were some there, so thank you for reminding me. But yes. Behind me on my wall is my post-its. I mean, obviously, people can't see that on the on the podcast, but Claire, you can see that it, there yes. are quite a few blank areas where post-its yes. are. Yes. So, yes, I've been quite productive over the month of September. I've, I don't know how many substacks I've done. If you just... Bear with me. I'm going to have a look because I'm intrigued now. So one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Really? Because I think I said to you last time 
that I'm going to aim to do about eight a month, which would be yes. two a week. And whether this podcast would be in addition yes. to that or yeah. incorporate it within the eight. And so it looks like there will be eight. Yes. I've also been doing some threads as well, um, but they don't count as actual posts. But on a Sunday when I sent my YouTube video out, I would do a little thread, a little discussion about what, what okay, I was this is me going, what's <laughs> me who's been on this is on the app, yeah. So okay. you can only I think you can only access the threads on the Substack app, but it's basically and the app has changed over the last week or two. But it's basically where you can start a conversation. It will go out to other people who've got the app. And you've also got the option to email it to people as well. But I think you can only reply if you're on the app. I might be wrong about that. Um, But I started these threads. And uh, because some of my YouTube videos were about journaling or... I can't remember. My mind's gone blank. But I think I did one about my my desk and what I wanted on my desk. And I had discussions with people. The latest one was all about the blank page. Of yes, the journal. in the new journal. Yeah. Yeah. And how it can be quite daunting for some people. So we've been having a discussion about that in the threads section of the Substack app. So that's been quite nice. And it's been quite nice because I've not been on the notes side of the Substack app because yeah. every time I go on there and this is going to be this was one of my no- moans you see every time I go into notes it's, it just basically looks like people restacking their posts it doesn't seem to be as many conversations happening at the moment and right okay pre-summer I think there were more conversations when the when the notes function was a, was a bit newer. Yeah, that's very interesting because it used mm. to be that the you know the little time that I saw on there was that there were people were kind of building a reputation on it. You could see that when people posted certain people posted yeah. something, then would get this big following. But if you were restacking, which I did to start with, used it for that restacking your own things, that just kind of got by the wayside a bit tumbleweedy yeah i mean i i've got no issue with people restacking the stuff it seems like the algorithm because there is an algorithm within notes it seems that that whether it's pushing that or whether and whether it's not pushing the conversations that are happening or people are just not having the conversations as much so it seems a shame because I was enjoying the community there yeah you would uh, it really I don't know suited what you talk about in your newsletter because about writing that the group of people that were there for notes interacted with your stuff there quite naturally didn't they because it was sort of meaningful to them um, but that's very interesting. Very yeah, interesting. And I, I put a note on notes this morning and, and, and said this, is it is it me or is this is it something happening? And someone did say that there may have been an algorithm change. I just feel and maybe it's me. Maybe it's me feeling a little bit because of my burnout, maybe I don't feel as extroverted as I yes, possibly could yeah. be on there. So I'm a bit more reluctant 
to to write now so maybe it is me and it's more what's going on inside my head rather than what's happening on Substack I don't know it just doesn't feel the same and do you know what I've actually done I've actually gone onto Instagram and there was the option to create a broadcast channel on Instagram now you've not been on Instagram so you won't know about this okay so it basically means that your followers on Instagram can sort of click and say, yes, they want to be notified when you put things in your broadcast channel. And it's basically where you can just chat about things and for a slightly smaller audience on there. And so I've been talking about various creative mindset issues on there. The only problem is it's not a two-way conversation. People can only reply with emojis, you know, by by liking it or right but I know the I saw that Zoe Sugg and Alfie Days they have both set up a broadcast channel and Alfie keeps saying oh it'd be really great if Instagram do it so that you can reply to me so I'm hoping that might happen so I can have these conversations around confidence and creativity at least somewhere because I don't know if I'm getting it from Substack notes and sometimes when you're at your desk you just want to chat to somebody that kind of water cooler thing or to talk about ideas my son's gone off to uni my daughter's gone back to school and sometimes you the house is a bit quiet so rather than go mad by talking to the dogs But just having these conversations and seeing what other people think about certain things. You know, the other day I actually talked about loneliness that happens when you're a creative. I did that on on Instagram. You couldn't have that two way conversation, so it would be nice. That is that's like the ultimate irony from discussion on loneliness. Isn't it? You're like, yeah, I really want these conversations, and no one can reply to I me. Think- Oh, goodness me. Yeah, but at least you know they're there because they give a little heart. Yeah. So you know yeah. someone's listening. But I think, I mean, whenever I talk about these things anyway, I'm just sharing so other people out there know that they aren't alone if they're feeling a similar way. Yes. How are notes and threads different? So threads is like your community still. And so you want to kind of chat with a wide... Now you're going to have to get my brain working. Why are notes and threads different? So notes is more like Twitter, so that you write something and then like a tweet, and, and then it goes out there and it will appear in your followers timeline if they click on that particular button or it is a it's a little bit like tiktok in a way it's got like a for you no anything about tiktok i know but people listening might so it's got like a for you timeline which is where the algorithm um, okay yeah suggests things that they think tweets if you like that they think you might be interested in or they've got one where you actually you click on it and you can just see what the people you follow are writing about and then that sort of goes down and you sort of scroll through it like you would on your Twitter if you had Twitter. Threads are something where you kind of they're like conversation starters I think. In your subscription yes. it goes out and that's like a 
a more little short form. Yes, where yeah. you write a couple, maybe a couple of sentences, a paragraph or, or whatever, and maybe you ask a question on it and then you, you can have these two-way conversations or three, four, five-way, whatever, and everyone can sort of chime in. From my own personal experience, I think it's when people have got the app that they respond to these threads you can send the thread out as an email if you just slide the little thing across. I, I've not really utilised the function much. I'm kind of put off when people, I don't know why, I've I've obviously got something that's switched on on my phone and I need to sort that out, but I will get an alert saying such and such has started a thread and you go into it and it says it's for paid subscribers only, which... <laughs> so, but you can do it so it's for paid or for all of your subscribers um, right, yeah and and yeah it can be utilized in quite a nice way especially if you're looking for community but like I say I don't know how effective it is for those not using the app yeah I don't know I think you, you can respond to it on the desktop because I've been doing that all morning all that sounds like a really Mm. interesting you know just you being you you're just um again finding different mm. ways to uh communicate in different mediums and yeah. I, think that's, um... I like to experiment I like yeah to yeah you things. do and you do it's it well when instagram announces broadcasting i thought oh i wonder what that's like and then i was like well helen just give it a go <laughs> you know it doesn't matter amazing. you yeah. can try, try these things if it doesn't work then just you know stop doing it but because there was that other thing wasn't there that was like twitter and didn't yes. you tried that and wrote is that still going i've never heard anyone talk called, about that. isn't that called instagram threads which is confusing because there's threads yes. on yeah on on substack as well i believe it is i came off there i don't know if i talked about this on the podcast but i um i think i lasted for a few days yeah. And one day I went in to check up on it and I thought, you know what, this really isn't me. And I I stopped using it, took it off. You can't delete it because then it will delete your whole Instagram profile. Wow. Um, wow. Or at least that was the way it was then. I think they had so many people joining it, be all records, but I think they've also had a mass exodus as well. So well, I've literally heard nothing about it. Yeah, since it, it was a big, big excitement. I, I would love to read an article about how threads have, have gone, actually, just from yeah. you know, interested in how social media works. So if anyone... Um, can point me in the direction of a of an article about that. I'd be, really like to read it or a video, whatever. When these things happen, I I try it. If it's not for me, I don't do it. So. Yeah, I think you're amazing. Whereas I just go, I just want as little in my world as possible. I'll yeah. just maybe curiosity is one of my strengths. You know, in that um, yeah thing or whatever and i've just stopped i think a tractor is going to go past my my window in a moment so if you hear a noise <laughs> that's what that is it's all happening here i've got dogs snoring and tractors cutting hedges but in the meantime yeah. get back to your list of moans please oh yeah <laughs> i want to know do you know what i've had a really 
nice month. I have been creating videos on, on YouTube and I've really enjoyed that. I've been writing my book, my nonfiction book, not, Amazing. not necessarily writing it, but I've been working on it. But I, I've also been battling with a few things with Substack. So I listed them because I was on my Brilliant. dog walk before we recorded this. And I was just thinking, there's a few things. And I thought I'd talk about them with the caveat that I know this is more about me than it is about Substack. And okay. also with the knowledge that I think Substack are doing things to make the platform better. So there yeah. are going to be changes. But I want to mention it because, I mean, from my perspective, I write about confidence and creativity. And I think when these things happen, it does have an impact on how you feel towards your creativity. So I'm talking about it just in case other people feel the same. And just yes. to say, you're not on your own. It is a bit sucky at the moment, but I'm sure it will get better. So, yes, I've got an, a number of moans. Okay. First of all, I think this was either at the beginning of the month or at the end of August. And if it was at the end of August, maybe I mentioned it on last month's podcast, but I don't think that I did. I lost 40 subscribers in one day. And right. 43 subscribers. And it was all at the same time. I hadn't published anything that day. So it's not like I sent something out and people en masse decided that's rubbish. I don't want to follow her now, whatever. It was basically, bam, all gone. And rationally, I'm thinking, well, maybe they're clearing out dead accounts. Yes, accounts, yeah, that's what it sounds like. All that sort of thing. But it's still quite gutting because I just got to 1,602 and suddenly I was way back down. Yeah, yeah. And it's taken me all of this month, in fact, longer, because I'm sure it happened in August. I'm still not back to where where I was. I know rationally, like I say, it's it's all good. It's all happened for a reason. I know we shouldn't go, get obsessed with numbers. But when you're working hard, when you're sending out two substacks a week and your aim, your intention is to grow your substack, when it's suddenly you lose 40. Yeah. I mean, if I'd lost 40 and I had 3,000 subscribers or 5,000 subscribers, wouldn't feel as many. Yeah, but yeah. Losing 40, it, it just felt like a bit of a slap in the face because I'd been working so hard. So, yeah, that was my first one. And whether anybody else has experienced a sudden drop in subscribers, let me know in the comments because I'd be really interested in that. Now, this this might be a niche one. And for other people, it might have had the opposite effect. There was an article that came out, I think it was in the Times in the last few weeks, talking about six-figure substackers. Yes, yes. I don't know how you feel about this. I mean, I, th I think it's fantastic that people are making a living, earning a proper, decent wage from their writing. That's as it should be. I've got no issue with that at all. But at the same time, I don't know how to phrase this because I don't want to, A, I don't want to pile on, 
but also I don't want to offend people. But I feel that those who are earning more, the most money from Substack already had a previous audience. So one of them, for example, is Dominic Cummings, who we know worked for the UK government. He's already got a profile. So, you know, he starts writing on Substack. People already know about him. They all want to know what certain people interested in certain (laughs) subjects will want to know what he's got to say about certain issues. Okay, so they're already going to flock to his Substack. And there are other writers who have come to the platform that maybe they've already built up a significant newsletter list. Maybe they are editor of magazines as a number of those who have joined recently yeah. maybe yeah. they've written books elizabeth gilbert i think yes yeah. started recently it's brilliant it's brilliant that they are coming to the platform and what they're doing they're bringers bringing readers with them who would not have heard about substack before but maybe are now exploring substack and finding other writers to to subscribe to so it, i can see why substack are doing it and i think it's a great strategy it broadens the readership and we often get paid subscribers from people who are already on the platform already have their card details saved within the platform so therefore it's easier for them to become a paid subscriber of you for example So it's a brilliant, brilliant thing. But at the same time, you think, well, hang on, they're earning six figures from their writing and I'm working just as hard as them and I'm nowhere near what they're getting. And it can be a little bit demoralising. Yes, yes. It's very interesting. It's funny because, you know, I have written very few notes. You know, I like my note writing before we get together. (laughs) I've hardly got half a page here after this quiet whole month, but... Uh, very interesting. Yes. The the last point that I put on here, which, you know, I haven't been writing, promoting myself, anything like that at all. So I don't feel like I'm been in the game, as it were, for a while anyway. But when I suppose it's just living through another transition, isn't it? And when, you know, the point when I came on and the point when we started this podcast in January, that felt like there was this huge upswing and it was all like, oh, look, we're here at the beginning of this. This is all, we can be part of this great movement to be paid for what we get value for what we actually put out into the world and, you know, all this stuff. And then, yes, sometimes you do feel like, okay, was that all, you know, like the golden tickets? Look Look what you can get if you come here. And the reality isn't really like that yeah Uh, and particularly because like you say it's you know that's we're another nine months down the line now and the more people that I've heard of Substack and are being drawn in and the more people like you say that are already big ticket writers it feels in a way sometimes like the chances of being found being read being getting paid subscriptions is all being diluted because there's so many good writers here now and you know I I I I don't want to 
give up on anything. I still think this is the best best platform for writers to write on. But yes, in terms of like what it offers the ordinary writer, mm-hmm. the everyday person at their laptop who is just trying to grow an audience and 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 all of a sudden it feels like oh okay you know yes they might be drawing more people in but there's only so many um I somebody else I heard uses right you know there's only so many cost of a cup of coffees that people have got in there to yeah. offer so the idea of it, oh, while the, the, there's still all this like, yeah, look at all these people making all this money, somehow makes it less realistic that everyone will make that money, mm. um, which is interesting. And I think that is just something else that we're going to have to shift and live through. And bizarrely, when I came here, I wondered if this would be a good source of income for me. I'm not sure now that that is where... Yeah. and income's going to come from for me but I do like writing here and I know that it does it, it's a way to get more eyes on your work than any yeah other and it's a time. way of building up your body of work I mean don't get me wrong I love sub, Substack I yeah, love what they're yeah. doing and this and I love I love reading and watching videos how people have gone from nothing and seeing their income start to spike. I find those types of stories really inspiring because yeah. especially on, on the, the YouTube ones, because they you can see that they have consistently produced a video every week for two years before they yes. even got monetized. Yeah. And I think that level of commitment is really, really inspiring really inspiring when they weren't even being paid for it yes to see them take off once they were monetized you think fantastic good on you love to see it i would like to see more stories like that within the substack community where people have come with nothing started with very small platforms but have started to grow and grow and they've been consistent and they've They've honed their writing, they've honed their message, they've they've really put everything into it and they're starting to see the rewards. But at the moment, I'm not seeing many of those stories. Again, it could be that I'm looking in the wrong places and I'm just not finding them. But I'm finding, but I am also seeing when Substack do their weekly things and they're saying, oh, such and such writers joined, such and such writers joined, they're already names within a particular community yes yeah and you know these these smaller writers who are doing terrific things I would love to see more stories more promotion of them when you know when they're doing something interesting because they found their platform they are growing on the Substack platform they're not grown via youtube or in the traditional journalism world or or instagram or or wherever and i would i would love to see more of those stories yes growth stories who have started from zero or near zero yeah and grown within substack i would love to yeah i i would find those stories really quite inspiring so again 
if anyone knows of anyone who's written about this, please do link those articles yes. or names yeah. in the um, in the comments because I think that would be really quite interesting and something I would like to look more into. And um, and like I say, I'm not dismissing these writers that have have made six figures. I I think it's it it's fantastic. And it shows what can be done. Yes, yeah. It does show, that, it, and it shows there's an appetite for it as well. Yes, yeah. I would just like to see a more diverse pot of writers and, and sh sharing their stories. Yeah, yeah. Different levels of subscribers before they started their Substack journey. So <laughs> Claire and I have just temporarily stopped talking because the tractor came along we've just been thinking while the tractor was going past we were talking about what was coming up in October what we were looking forward to so I thought we could just talk about that um, so for me Claire reminded me that my I'm now doing these two videos a week on YouTube and I'm really enjoying that and I was saying that it actually calms me creating videos on YouTube. Sometimes it really, there was one particular video that I did a few weeks ago that took me hours and I had to do lots of B-roll footage to go over the top of me talking. That made me very stressed, okay? But on the whole, if I'm talking about my desk, if I'm talking about a notebook, if I'm talking about my planning sessions, it actually really calms me and I enjoy creating them. And I, one of the reasons why I started my YouTube again was because I thought it would feed my Substack. But yes, I, yeah. I think the opposite's happened. And my... Interesting. Yeah, my YouTube is actually now growing more so than my Substack. My revenue that I'm earning on YouTube is growing probably percentage wise more so than my Substack as well yeah yeah I I just finding the whole process really really interesting enjoyable as well it's something that actually I started writing about on my Substack a week or so ago about you know is it possible to create an income online through your creativity and I was, yeah. and I was focusing particularly on medium and YouTube I can't do medium. I can't do everything all at once. So I'm focusing on YouTube at the moment. So I'm looking forward to digging into that more. Yes. Over the month yeah. of October, seeing how that changes. YouTube is such a slow, slow journey. It takes a lot of consistency. So I'm looking forward to seeing that change and writing about that change. Yes, Substack. So I think that's going to be the exciting thing for me. Over it's been really exciting to watch. I mean, I love your videos, and you talk about them being um, calming for you to make. But I mean, that comes up in the comments loads how calming it is for us to watch yeah. as well. It's really lovely. But you can see, you know, that I mean, the the consistency. Your consistency continually wows me. How you turn up here on Substack. How you turn. You just do, and and um, but now you're doing that the YouTube as well, and I think it it seems like it feels manageable to you it as does well. Feel it's feel manageable like, at the moment. Yeah, 
at the um, moment, she says. I'm really, I'm really excited to see what you do with that because that feels like there's momentum with YouTube. That feels sort of on a new level for you um, than it's been before. Do you know why I think it's manageable, though? It's because I'm not thinking about doing masterclasses or or things yes. like that on my Substack anymore. Yeah. And I said, right, that's it. I'm going to focus on my book. I'm going to focus on my Substack, and I'm going to focus on YouTube. And I've got those three things to focus on. And my attention isn't being grabbed by shiny things going off elsewhere. Yes, yeah. So that that's really positive learning for you from September. Yeah, yeah. that that has it's kind of enhanced how much you enjoy doing it and your capability to be consistent in all three of those because I'm looking at that uh, white piece of paper behind you with the post-its off you've had a great month I have had a great month celebrate you for a minute (laughs) thank you very much and what I'm looking forward to doing actually I'm going to record my YouTube video and I'm going to talk about all these post-its look that I've achieved this month and I've yep. just shown Claire my page spread from my planning journal of how many post-its I've done. Not so many on my book, but that's because I found that there was something within my book that I needed to do. And it was one post-it, but it's taken me two weeks to do. So I'm yeah. not leaving as many post-its over there. But I am so pleased um, on the whole book thing. That's how, it. That's I mean... coming along. Yeah, it's not about number of posts. It's, it's about the consistent attention to it. And you've had that this month. Yeah. I think that's incredible. Yeah. And I think it's a reminder. Am I a writer of books or am I a content creator? I want to be a content creator, maybe 40%, but the 60% is writer of books. So that always has to be my priority going forward. So, yeah, just building on that. Over, yeah, that's a real month of you know, from where what we were talking about in August, end of August, and the you know, realization that we both had about this like, we've got to streamline our focus now, yes, and 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 you know, look, you're actually living it and it's making a difference. So, go, Helen, go, (laughs) so Claire, what are you looking forward to over the course of October? What's coming up for you? So I think for me, it's I've got to find a way back to writing, uh, finishing, completing and publishing and getting into, you know, I've been doing all the work around it that's felt more doable in these sort of uh, stressful and anxious times. And, you know, I've got over 20 drafts on Substack. I've got all these, you know, you know what my newsletters are like around a topic or around a book and I've gathered in articles so I've got so much that just needs to be written around and built up and get ready to send out so I've but I I'm noticing in myself a hesitance a reluctance to sit down and do that feels like a big job even though the bulk of the book is done yeah um I've made plans and I've got this one will go out that date and this one on that date and then they just go past so I've my for October it's to balance you know the the big stuff that we've been living through is going to get easier and as that tapers off I need to taper in uh writing and I'm going to start very small and gentle yeah you know just doing little blocks of time 
just focusing on trying to get pieces finished and get out there because I've got some great things to share. I've read some brilliant things. Lot, you know, none of that's gone away. Still lots of amazing things going on in my head. Um, but I also want to build in bigger creative work. You know, I think I got to the point where I, I wasn't sure where my novel was going and I really want to go back to basics with that. So I'm back to looking at the inspiration journal, back to reading and listening to a lot of poetry and getting uh, having some time that I'm spending playing with words again. And I love that. And there isn't a very you know, outcome-based plan with that. But I know that that's my foundation. So that's kind of, I've got to keep going with that, the inspiration, the creativity, and then also building in the nuts and bolts, writing the actual finishing things off. So um, so on we go. I mean, I do think that for Substack, a weekly Substack, for me is going to be doable but I've just got to kind of gently help myself into that in October because it's it's been hard this month and I I feel like encompassing that word grace grace I, I was just I'm going not, to remind you of that <laughs> yeah exactly so I'm not beating myself up about what I haven't done um but I know that I want to be able to um start adding that in that's my next layer of life. <laughs> I do remember um, Claire and I both said at the beginning of this Substack journey, our process, that we wanted to figure out a way of writing our books as well as writing our Substack. And it's great now that both of us are now starting to, now we've got our Substack set up. Yes. We're, yeah. we're going to that next, the next bit. I can't think of a better word <laughs> that we're yeah that we're we we want to incorporate all of that okay right well we will sign off now thank you everyone for watching for no thank you everyone for listening i thought i was on youtube for a minute then thank you for listening to our podcast um you can find me at helenredfern.substack.com and i'm on claireholden.substack.com 